Welcome to the Southern Witches Podcast. This is a trigger warning for loud sounds and potentially spooky stories. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our first listener story. This is our first listener story. On in perfect timing for Halloween. Halloween. We're gonna howl at the moon. Actually, I did howl at the moon last night. I wish I had howled at the moon. I took a picture of it though. Um, happy second day of the full moon in Aries. Second day of the full moon. Well technically three the third day but also this will be out when the moon is like in something else but that's a fine that's a fine <laughs> that's fine that's a fine that's a fine <laughs> um but this is our first listeners episode listener story episode we're really excited about it we don't have like a really cool name for it yet but we will if you have a name we we'll, want to hear from we'll you. We'll consider it. Speaking of which, we'll just go ahead and mention it now. Um, yes. So I know in our first episode, we were pretty adamant about not having a Facebook group, but... We lied. <laughs> we totally lied. Um, so we have one now. Yay! And we would love... <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> and Yay. we would love you guys for to join it. Um, it's called the Southern Witches Podcast Coven on Facebook and um, it'll just be a wonderful place for us to talk about everything everything and under the moon under the moon talk about everything under the moon oh I like that let's talk about everything under the moon the southern witches coven talk about everything under the moon yeah yeah Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're a little loopy. Oh, my God. What time is it? It is 1135, and yeah. we want to get the fuck to sleep. On a Thursday evening. On a Thursday. Um, we had a little bit of issues with the mic situation this this evening, but that's okay. We're totally fine. Yeah. We're excited to be here. We hope you are, too. <laughs> but anyway, so the Facebook group. Um, it is... Available now for you guys to join, and we'll have the details and the show notes with the link, so you guys will have easy access to it. Um, but we do have a secret code that you have to enter in when you get there. And um, if you're a TikTok person, which I'm not, but the only reason why I know about this is because of um girls and also for my love of adam driver which if you love adam driver message me we can talk about him um (laughs) but so our code is good soup good soup good soup and then um you just have to check mark that you'll um abide by our little rules because we want this to be a safe place for everybody Mm -hmm. we understand that everybody has different beliefs um different ways of being spiritual different ways of being a witch and um we want everybody to be available and we want it to be a good collective spot for everybody. Just respectful. To yes. We're and not going to put up with people being assholes yeah, and telling others that they're wrong. Cause guess what? Your way is not just the only way. Right. 
And so we want this to be inclusive for everyone and just a wonderful space for all of us to connect and find like-minded people where we can talk about spells and our rituals and yeah. you know if you're comfortable with it taking pictures of your altars mm-hmm. you can share pictures of your animals and plants if you love plants plants your face <laughs> your face is like plants <laughs> I mean, you can't see my face so I wish you could have seen her face that was adorable plants plants um you know just like spells that you create um you know herbs that you use for blah 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 you know we just want this to be like a really cool place for everybody to connect and talk yes. about like you know what works for you and how you want to share it with others and we we'll... should do like some kind of like tarot spread like the <gasps> weekly tarot spread or something yes oh my gosh we will totally do that yeah um because you know obviously if you guys aren't aware um when you guys are listening to this there's also a tarot soda available yeah Kat did a reading for one of her good friends, and um, unfortunately, I was sick, so I was not a part of that, but she did a great job all by herself. <laughs> so proud of her. <laughs> I'm so proud. Because I was nervous. I was like, oh, I don't know. But I think that was a very empowering experience It was. It was a very good experience, and I knew it would be. Yes. I, I was that. just still kind of nervous, but because but yes. I didn't have you there with me. Oh, well, you don't need me for everything. <laughs> You have the power within yourself, <laughs> as I put my hand up and with a fist. But um, yeah, so join us there again. The code word is our code is good soup. Good soup. Um, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to connect with you guys there. We'll have a bunch of goodies for you on there mm-hmm. and ways to connect and like you know pictures of you know stuff that spreads that we do for the episodes and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Shall we read? Yes, here we go. Let's read. Oh my goodness. Okay, who wants to go first? You can go first. Okay, so this is from Mara. I know her well. She's a sweetheart and she's got great (laughs) stories. I was nine and staying in a super old hotel with my parents in England, like one of those hotels that used to be someone's small castle manor slash manor and got converted at some point. So I was staring at the wall, trying to get sleepy. And I saw a man's face in all capitals face come out of the wall. I flipped out and hid under the covers. And of course it was gone when I looked next story gets weirder. My mom, who is a a little more open with the paranormal chatted up the bellman the next day and asked if anything weird had happened in that room. He said, I guess died there years ago and that they don't normally open it up unless the hotel is full because people get the creeps in there. We had stay, we had to stay there a couple of more nights. So she didn't tell me (laughs) the next story is even weirder. I had just turned 10. My best friend's family had taken, had taken me to this cute place for girls and tweens to get their hair done with braids and curls and a ridiculous amount of glitter. We then had a sleepover at my house. There were so many bobby pins that we didn't bother to take our hair down before bed. My friend got homesick often and sometimes would be up at night crying in sleepovers. So when I woke up in the middle of the night and saw her standing at the foot of my bed staring at me. Oh God, that's like one of my worst nightmares. I didn't think anything of it. I sat up and asked her what was wrong. I asked if she needed to call her parents. Nothing. (gasps) 
I just got the willies. I don't like it. I <laughs> don't, don't like, like it at all. Oh I don't gosh. like it. She just stared at me. It was then that I noticed her hair was down. She was also wearing a very long nightgown, not the kind of thing modern kiddos would wear to bed. I looked to the right of me and saw my friend sleeping there. I looked back and watched this mystery girl disappear, starting with her feet and ending with her head. It just says, what? Period. <laughs> what? And I was so convinced it was my friend. I'm torn between out-of-body experience and visited by an ancestor or a fucking child. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't. My gosh. That is like one of those things that like haunts you for the rest of your life. Fuck yeah, it is. Oh god, that just gave me the I didn't chills. Like, like it. As soon as you said that her like her hair was down because I was like I mean, that's creepy within itself. Like, yeah. just seeing, like, your friend just, like, oh my standing God. there. But, like, that's, like, one of the things I'm terrified about having kids is, like, I'm scared I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and they're just sitting there staring at me. Like, because they will be. <laughs> I, they will be. I used to babysit my friend's kids. And I, one time, <laughs> one time, it's this isn't really that scary, but it was scary at the time. But one time, one of the kids came in and I guess he forgot that his parents weren't sleeping in, in their bed, that we were, my, my husband and I were sleeping in the bed. And he like crawled in and like hugged up against me and like lifted up my shirt. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, mom. Oh, you're not mom. And I was like, no, I'm not mom. He oh lifted, was he, was he nursing? Was he going to nurse? No, I don't know. Maybe he just like, cause he was the youngest. So like, I don't know if maybe he was just like, he would just come in there and like, I don't know. I mean, he did nurse when he was nursing, but yeah. he, was too, he she wasn't nursing him at that point, but it was just very... Oh my God, because I could see like a little boy coming in and like raising, like if he's old enough, like raising the shirt up to nurse. Right. But that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but Mara, thank you so much for this amazing story. Oh my gosh, story. that gave me the chills. I, oh my God, that freaked me the fuck out and and the old the old castle slash manor with the guy's oh, face that came out in england too in england, out of all places which I, is like so fucking haunted oh my gosh well you you have to think about it their history is so much older mm-hmm. than ours so it's way haunted yeah. over there yeah that's so there's cool. a ghost you could throw a rock and hit a ghost it would not bother me i mean think of how many people that they've been around like right well, especially at like a hotel. Yeah. Like that, like a big they're, castle. They're just like whatever. Right. That's oh crazy. my gosh. Oh. <laughs> it's 1144. Um, because of course it is. Because of course. So I have a quick little story from Chloe about her and her mom, Vanessa. Um, when I was a little, when I was little, my dad got me a remote control helium blimp. It was basically a silver balloon with a motor and a fan at the bottom so you could make so you could make it fly in different directions. Sometimes I fly in between rooms and try to surprise my parents with it. The batteries died at some point, so dad and I took them out and left mom at the house to go buy some more. Now my mom is a deeply spiritual and religious woman. She was sitting in her chair in her office and asking for a sign that someone is there watching over her, maybe a guardian angel, spirit, just something. She just wanted to know if she wasn't alone that day. So the blimp was left in my bedroom. No batteries, turned off, 
no one else in the house. I traveled through my bedroom, even through the bathroom, then through the hallway, through my parents' bedroom, then into her office, where it slowly circled her head three times. Dad came up with some BS explanation involving AC currents in our house. Apparently, they still make them, though I haven't found them in years. God bless. That is almost like, I don't know how to describe something. Like, I mean, it had, I mean, obviously it had to have been a spirit. And obviously, like, she was Because asking, there's no way an AC current is going to circle you, go into the bathroom, come out, circle you three times. Right. Pick it up through a bedroom, through a bathroom, and circle. And not hit a wall and just stay there. That was 100% her guides or mm-hmm. her guardian angel or someone. Mm-hmm. Just being I like, agree. hey, I'm literally circling you right now. I'm literally circling you right I now. I think that's really cool. It didn't give me the chills, but I, I mean, like, it gave me, like, the good kind of chills, you know? <laughs> I love it. I like stuff like that. I do too. I like the I like the really cool. I mean, I like it all. Right. But I love the really sweet stories. Yeah. I like like dreams, a like validation, yeah. validation. Mm-hmm. Like when when you get visited from people mm-hmm. uh, in your dreams, like that, that have passed on. Like mm-hmm. I had um, a, a boss that re- that I reconnected with, and um, after I don't know, like four years of not seeing her, and she had had cervical cancer, and. Um, she she said that like she had recovered and was in remission, um, but she did not tell me that she was getting sick again. And then she died. Oh. And just so suddenly, like I was talking to her one day and then didn't talk to her, and then she was dead the next Holy day. Holy shit. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what happened. It wasn't that dramatic. Like it. it I, I, I definitely over-exaggerated, but it had been, like, a week right. since I had talked to well, her. Well, I mean, like, too soon of time. All of a sudden, where... she just, wow. I mean, went downhill so fast, and the cancer had come back, but she she didn't tell me she was sick. Yeah. Um, and so, she used to be a runway model, and her name was Catherine as well, spelled just like mine, and she, she used to be a runway model, beautiful woman, oh my God. But I dreamed that I was... Uh, like backstage of a runway and she turns around. I don't know what I was doing if I was getting ready to go on stage or if I was like helping in the back or whatever, but um, she turns around and she's just smiling and she didn't say anything. And I was like, Catherine, what are you doing here? And she's just smiling, just radiant as can be. And then of course my alarm goes off, but isn't that sweet? That was totally totally a visit. That 100%, especially since, I mean, you don't normally remember your dreams. No, I don't. So that was definitely like, and I think that was kind of like an indication from her being like, you know what, I'm I'm exactly where I want to Mm -hmm. be right now. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. I've got a dream that I can share. Please do. It's kind of creepy, but it's also validating at the same time. So when I was, I don't even remember how old I was. I had to have been younger than eight though, because it was before my sister was born. My sister was born when I was eight and a half. And, um, but I used to have some really crazy dreams, but one of the ones I remember, I was probably about five or six. And a lot of the times you'll probably understand where this is going. Um, I had an older brother named Michael and in my in my dreams and I don't have an older brother um I am the oldest and um I 
woke up in the dream and I was in my room and everything was really dark. It was nighttime and my quote unquote older brother came to me and he was like, Hey, you know, we need to go downstairs. I need to show you something. And so we walked downstairs and the way that the stairs were is it led to, you know, um, so when you walked down the stairs, there was a, our front door in front of you. And then to the left of you was our dining or our living room. And then to the right was our dining room. And we had a, a front porch that, you know, was the length of the whole front of the house. And on each of the, in each of those rooms, there was two windows that led to the front porch. And then on the sides of the house in those rooms, there was another window. So there was like a total, like when you're at the, bottom of the staircase you could see like six windows no matter where Mm -hmm. you looked and then the door was in front of you and all I remember seeing um was just red light outside and all I could see was like demon faces like looking into the house and just making like all these like weird faces at me and I just remember being terrified and, you know, I'd walk down the stairs with my quote unquote older brother, Michael. And then I looked up at him and he had changed into Archangel Michael, who I didn't know was Archangel Michael at the time. Obviously, I mean, Michael, but put two and two together. I didn't put into like together until like last year. But um, he had changed into the angel art, you know, Michael. And I said, I'm really scared. This is really scary. And he looked at me and he said, it's okay, Angela. You'll be okay. Everything's going to be fine. I've got you. I will always protect you. And so the front door opened and we had like a, you know, one of those glass doors or whatever, you know, after you open the front door. And I, all I could see was the red and like all these faces and all these like, like these demons, like making all these faces and like trying to get to me. And as soon as we opened the door, a tunnel of light went down my, um, my, uh, what's it called? Sidewalk (laughs) that led from the porch. And we just walked through what kind of looked like a hellish scene, I guess, in this tunnel of light and he held my hand and we just walked walked away oh my god that gives me chills so and that and i've remembered that dream my whole life i mean how can you not remember Mm -hmm. something like that and obviously i never really put two and two together and as i started on this spiritual journey i realized that archangel michael has been with me my whole life and i was in a meditation last year and I was accessing like the Akashic records and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he showed me all of these times that he had protected me or like guided me through something and something like that. And the last thing he like, it was kind of like I was going back in time, like within, you know, my lifetime. And the last thing he showed me was that dream and everything oh clicked into place. And that was like, one of the biggest expansions of my spiritual journey was I was like, Oh my God, like no wonder, like there's been some crazy things that have happened in my life where I was like, Oh my gosh, that something was yeah. looking over me. Yeah. And I've just known that it was Michael. That's amazing. Yeah. I love you. that so much. Thank you. I was excited to share that one. I knew I was going to eventually, but, <laughs> but that's one of the biggest dreams that I've had in my lifetime. 
That is so special. Yeah. That is so special. Sorry, I had to turn the fan off. I was getting cold. No, you're fine. <sighs> That's so, really cool. We have a joint story that we can oh tell. Oh my God, this story is crazy. And I have never had anything like it happen before. Um, so last October, um, was it October or was it November? Um, I mean, it was like either in early November or late October. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter when it was, but like we, we were still like newly friends and, um, getting to know each other. And, uh, her best friend, Derek, uh, he, he had come to visit. And so it was my first time meeting him. And, um, I know the house that he lives in right now is, <laughs> I would say haunted is an understatement. It's old. It was built in 1918. Mm-hmm. I actually lived there for a while earlier this year, um, while I was going through some things and, um, there's a lot of energy there. The family that lived there, um, that built the house actually lived there for the majority of the time. Yeah. And, some crazy things went down, which we'll we'll tell a lot of those. I have a lot of those yeah. stories to tell, but um, yeah, but it's 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 a haunted house. It's for a sure. very very haunted house, and um, there is this spirit there. Her name is Cerise, and she um was was she uh, diagnosed as a schizophrenic. So we're not 110% sure what her official diagnosis was because so she was the daughter um she she was the daughter that lived in that house she grew up in that house um her mom so her mom Marguerite and father um his parents built the house mm-hmm. but then they ended up passing away and then giving the house to them mm-hmm. so Marguerite and her husband, John, you know, had their family, um, Cerise, and then their two sons lived there, grew up there. And it's a big house. I mean, it's, it's basically, I, I don't know if I would call it a mansion, but it's pretty much a mansion. Yeah. And, um, Mini mansion. but she had actually, um, she had been dealing with some, I mean, we read a lot of letters and things like that between, um, you know, uh, from the families and stuff like that. Cause we, they, when the mother passed away, nobody in the family wanted anything to do with the house. So the house was as is when my friend moved into it. So literally all of the furniture was theirs. Everything. They left all their letters, all their pictures were on the walls. It was very much so still their house. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, pic- like a lot of things were had their energy in them. But yeah. Um, but anyway, that's kind of like the backstory of it. But Cerise, um, she grew up in the house, but she did have some issues and stuff like that in high school. But she ended up going to college um, for psychology mm-hmm. and she ended up working at a psych ward. And then six months later, after getting that job, had to be committed herself. Yeah. We don't know what happened. We don't know all the details, but we do know Didn't that... Didn't Derek say that she was committed like 19 times? 
We think that was a little bit over-exaggerated, but she did go a couple of times, and Mm -hmm. then she ended up living in the house until she passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually ended up living in the room that she was... They say that she was locked in that room, yeah. but I'm not 100% sure if that was a little bit over exaggeration too. But there were basically, yes, there was a lot of, she had a lot of mental things going on. She was also silenced. She was lot. very silenced. She was silenced and she was put away and forgotten. And her mother was very hateful. She was very mm-hmm. racist and she was very, just not a very kind she person. She was not a good person. And she, even though she did try to take care of Suri, she was also very, I mean, this is from what we know too. This is just from letters and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to tell exactly what happened. Um, just from, you know, that point of view, because obviously we don't know everything, but Basically, she was very silenced, and you can tell that the energy in the house is very much... She's in that house 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, back to all of us hanging out. Yeah, we were sitting around my kitchen table. We were sitting around the kitchen table. Um, It's me. To my left is Angela. To her left is Derek. And to his left is Angela's husband, David. Mm -hmm. And so we're all sitting around the table and we're just sharing stories, yeah. sharing spooky stories. And Derek was talking, he was sharing a story and, um, I just keep feeling in between Angela and I, I keep feeling this buildup of energy. It was getting a little uncomfortable, not in like a scary, bad way, but it was just like, Oh, I can't shake it. And all of a sudden, like, I think Derek stops and he's like, there's a mirror behind us and between Angela and I, and he goes, um, uh, Oh, David goes, I just saw a no." Derek goes, I just saw a shadow in, in that mirror. And Dave goes, yeah, I saw it in the, in the door window. And, and like, and then they just kind of left it. And, but my left ear popped and rang so fucking loud. It was so loud. And I was just like, oh my God. And I didn't say anything. But then like it, the buildup of energy was so strong. I grabbed the moonstone that was in front of me. Like <laughs> Derek gave me a moonstone and I grabbed it. And I closed my eyes. I tried to center myself. And what did I see in my mind's eye? I saw a woman. And it looked like a drawing from like a color pencil drawing. There were no facial features, but not in like a weird way, but like it just looked like the drawing wasn't finished. But um, I, it was oh, a woman with a uh, flippy blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I teal, I, I feel like she's here right now. I, the, <laughs> the energy has changed. Um, <laughs> the, like, ener- oh, hello? the energy has changed. Um, and she had uh, like a teal, sweater on mm-hmm. and it was just it looked like a bust mm-hmm. and she was just kind of looking back uh side to side like she was checking us out mm-hmm. listening to what we were saying and i'm just like guys guys shut up like <laughs> and you started describing what you i were described her and mine and derek's mouths just like our jaws dropped to the floor we were like you're literally describing a picture of Cerise that was yeah. in her bedroom. Yeah. 
And the next time I went, I think was like a couple of weeks later to his house mm-hmm. down in down in Georgia. I took a picture of it. I was like, "This is exactly what." And you I was saw. like, "That is exactly who I saw." And it wasn't okay, guys. It wasn't that I saw her one time in my mind's eye. It's every time I opened my eyes and closed them again, she was still there. It's not like she went away. It's mm-hmm. not like it was a figment of my imagination. Right. I've never done anything like that before, and I haven't since. Right. And I think it was the like it was the culmination of energy. Yeah. And so they started talking about her story and how she was silenced, how she was basically put away, how she was not taken seriously, and how they thought she was crazy. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Derek said. You know, there are, there aren't any pictures of her really, but there are, um, there, I know that there are some yearbooks put away in a box and I just immediately like a flood of emotion came over me and I, I I know I channeled her. Mm -hmm. I started crying. I said, you have to find those books. You have to find the yearbooks and you have to find my pictures because, uh, uh, because I, well, I, I didn't say it in first person like that, but I was like, she wants to be seen. She wants to be heard. She has been forgotten mm-hmm. and she is such a lovely soul mm-hmm. that she really needs to be heard. And we did exactly that. Like mm-hmm. when I was staying there for a while, I, we went through all of her letters. We, we and we read them and we read her yearbooks. We read all the mm-hmm. things that they were saying to her out loud. And like, we looked for her pictures and, yeah. That was so special to her. I know. And and when when I was done saying that, I felt I always get emotional. I felt like a little kid sitting at my feet. It was cold, and I and I wasn't cold anywhere else. But my legs got cold, and it felt like a child sitting at my feet, wrapping their arms around my legs like they were hugging me. Yeah. And I just started crying. And when I finished saying what I was saying, I closed my eyes and she was gone. Mm-hmm. She just wanted, I mean, the thing about Cerise is she just wanted to be seen. Yeah. She wanted to be felt. She didn't want to be forgotten. And that was the biggest thing is I think was, I think her mother was so maybe ashamed of her mm-hmm. or in like every, cause, cause it was shameful back then to have a mental illness. Well, and they lived in such a small town mm-hmm. and like, they were very like hoity toity people and Marguerite would throw these big parties and they would have like these grand things that happening. Like the energy would change or whatever. We played old music mm-hmm. and like, you know, it was, it, it was very much so like, you know, this is how we look and how dare they like think, you know, anything's wrong with us. Right. And it's a very Southern thing too. Like, you know, I mean, it's all about show and like, but that's not the reality. Don't air your dirty laundry. Let's not show people what exactly is going on. Right. We don't need any help. We are fine. We are perfect. Right. And honestly, like we've, I mean, I don't know this for sure. Obviously like I, Living there, I felt like I was very connected to Cerise because I was, you know, I was pretty much the first female to walk into that house Mm -hmm. before they bought that house because somebody had bought the house from the family and he lived there for two years and then Derek and his partner bought it from, 
You good? Mm-hmm. You feeling some energy? Uh-huh. I, it honest, got really hot. I think Cerise is connected into me in yeah. some kind of way because I was the first female to, like, really be there. Because mm-hmm. before they even bought that, like, lived there fully, I was the first female to, like, stay there and, like... Um, She's probably like, oh, a friend. Let's have a sleepover. Probably. But honestly, like, you know, mental illness sometimes, like, can sometimes be... Not that she wasn't mentally ill, and I'm not saying that anybody that has mental illness does not have mental illness, but sometimes it can be mistaken for psychic powers mm-hmm. and, you know, empathic things and things like that. A lot of people don't think of the spiritual aspect of things, and we thought maybe she might have been a witch in some aspects, Yeah, but she was put away because, God forbid, you yeah. have any kind of like empowerment mm-hmm. within you and she was not empowered and i think that was but one she of was the, powerful oh 100 percent. and i think that was one of the things is us coming into this with our energy because derek's very powerful within his energy too and you know he's a witch and you know we we own that and we're very empowered within our witchiness and like really i mean we've talked about it on previous episode about how empowering it is just to own that aspect of yourself Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think, I think that she was stifled and she wasn't able to really show who she was. So for us to come in there, I think she was very connected to me and to him. And so even though I haven't been there in a really long time, I think just even thinking about her, her yeah. energy is oh, just... It's, it's very strong. I can tell you right now, I feel, I feel the heat like come over me from my back, mm-hmm. over my head. And yeah. It's Hi, almost Cerise. dizzying. <laughs> it's almost dizzying. But she just like, I think it's just one of those things where she just wanted to be seen and she wanted mm-hmm. to be felt. And the fact that you were able to channel that and something you've never done. And I've never done that. Was... I mean, I've channeled Archangel Gabriel. Yeah. But in small segments, yeah. but I've never, and that's not exactly something that I want to do all the time, but like it was, a, it was cool. I definitely don't take that for granted. Cause that was, Amazing. I will never forget that for the yeah. rest of my life. That was really cool to watch and just like be a part of because I'll never forget that. We were just like, <laughs> like looking at we're Derek and I were just like looking at each other like, what the fuck is she? How does she? And that was the first time you'd ever met Derek. Yeah, and like, yeah. I mean, I told you about that house, but like, there's no way that mm-hmm. you would have known mm-hmm. anything about that. So it was really cool. Yeah. Really kind of creepy, but also really cool. But also really time. cool. Also really cool. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I could tell you a creepy story about that house. Okay. I don't like the story, but go ahead. <laughs> trigger warning. Tr- fucking, tr- there's a fucking trigger warning on this one, okay? Just, if you can't... Mm-hmm. It's short. It's not that... <laughs> and, and, but it is really fucking creepy. It's one of the creepiest things yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, Um, So, the room that I was staying in when I was staying there... Um, was actually the room that she was quote unquote locked in. We don't, we're not. Can we just talk about what that room looked like though? The windows, there were windows facing the inside. So the room is very strange because there's literally windows on every wall. And I mean, I loved the interior walls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even on the interior walls. So you like, you would walk up the big staircase or whatever, and then on that landing, 
was the door to that room. And But like as you walk up that landing, there's two windows that led to that room, which we put blinds in so I could have some privacy. And then, um, you know, and then there was a couple of stairs that you would walk up to. And then you that was the, mm-hmm. the room. And it was, it was a huge room. And it had windows everywhere or whatever. And then it had like a little tiny porch on the side of it that you could walk out to. And um, we, so... <laughs> Anyway, but then, like, as you walked, uh, but then there was a couple of more stairs that led up to the second story of the house, which is where the other bedrooms were, and the bathroom, the bathroom that I would use. And so, every night, I would go up, and I would take my cat, Freya was with me there, and so I would take Freya up there and put her into the bedroom, and then I would go into the bathroom, brush my teeth, you know, do the final things before bed, and I was walking out of the room and I was walking down the little steps to go back up the steps up to the second, you know, um, to the second floor or whatever to go to the bathroom. And where you are at the door, you can see down the stairs and that lead to the first floor. And (laughs) I'm so uncomfortable. I know it's really uncomfortable to talk about and it's really hard to explain. Well, no, it's not that hard to explain. So I'm walking down the stairs and I'm closing the door behind me and, um, I see a figure sitting on the stairs, like halfway down and they're not, they're obviously facing down the stairs. And at first I thought it might've been Derek. Derek has like, you know, shoulder, well, at the time he had like a little bit longer than shoulder length hair, but this person had like straight hair. I don't know who this was. It was not Cerise, 110%, 10% not her. It did not look like Marguerite, but it was definitely a female. And so, you know, I was just, you know, looking down the stairs or whatever. And I sat there for a second. I was like, well, that's strange. And then as soon as I was about to start walking up the stairs to the second story towards the bathroom, whoever this was, <laughs> this spirit, um, started moving their head back, like up towards the ceiling, you know, to like look up, but they didn't stop. And they looked all the way back. They moved their head all the way back to where they could look at me. In a very unnatural way. And... Like broke neck lady way. (laughs) Like broke neck lady way. Like all the way back to where you can't do that if you're a human. Um, And so, of course, it scared the fuck out of me. And I just walked up the stairs and went to the bathroom. And I came back out and I said out loud, I said... You're not going to fucking fuck with me like that. I'm way too powerful for that. And you better fucking get the hell out. And I never saw them again. And I went to bed. You called Archangel Michael too. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Archangel Michael's always with me. But I was like, I was like, you better get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Cause like, and that's the thing is like, if you see something that frightens you, you have got, I mean, it's okay to have a little bit of fear, but they feel your fear and they feed off of it. Especially if it's something that's of a negative energy and mm-hmm. I don't think anything positive can do things like that especially in a like 
something that's trying to scare you is not something that you want around. Yeah. But when you claim your space and you say, I'm not available for that, you better get the fuck out. It's amazing what your words can say because as long as they, if you like stand your ground, they know that they can't mess with you. And I never saw that energy again. So, but that was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And I've seen some pretty scary things, but that was... (laughs) That was one of the worst. <laughs> and it's, it, I, I will never forget that for the rest of my life. I am so, vis- I'm so uncomfortable. I know. It's really uncomfortable. Like, it's just, about. yeah. But it I is. mean, it's a spooky story, so. <sighs> it is spooky. That's what we want. <laughs> I want to not sleep ever again. <laughs> I mean, hello. It took me a while to fall asleep that night, too. Mm-hmm. It was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. It would. Look, will you tell when you text me that? Did you text text it to me like as soon as it happened, or was this the next morning? I think I told you the next day. I I was I, and that was I, I was of, gonna throw up. And that was one of the things too. It's like, oh my god, I'm alone up here, like with my cat, and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek, can you come get in bed with me? Can you come sleep with me? Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's one of my spooky stories. Oh my god. Jesus Christ Almighty. Um, okay, we're gonna end this on a on uh, on like a nicer note. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I think that she would not mind me sharing this story this story with her, but she is a good friend of mine. Um, I will just call her Kay um, because I'm not gonna say her actual name. Um. But she had this wonderful dog, and um, his name was Scooby, and he was so cute. (laughs) And she had him for like ten years, and um, he was a mix. But I think he had some beagle. Oh, yeah, puppy. Yeah, and um, she unfortunately. a couple of years ago had to put him to sleep and it was like the day before Christmas and um she she mourned him for like hard for a long time and one day she was she was mourning him she was by herself and um she all of a sudden got a text message and like she was talking to him out loud and um and she got a text message from her landline that said, I am okay. Oh. Yeah. From your landline? From her landline. And she said, who is okay? And never got a response. Oh, that was totally Scooby. Yeah. And so I know, (laughs) um, and one day she is a very energetically open person and she, she is psychic as hell. She is all water sign too. Um, cancer sun, Pisces moon, Scorpio rising. Holy crap. Holy crap. Um, That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. And, uh, so she wakes up one night because she hears a crash and she goes to check and the cats are okay. She's got cats 
cats are okay. Um, her her dog uh, was in the crate or the bed with her, and oh, this, is another dog? this was um well her her the dog she, that she currently has. Oh, okay, and she has a golden retriever, oh. and he's so cute. He's a bad boy. He's the one that I told you about that um took my not my tarot card. Oh yeah. <laughs> And like made 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 us chase him. Uh, <laughs> he said, "You're not gonna catch me. <laughs> You're not gonna catch me." Um, and she she hears the crash. She goes and checks, and who does she see? But in the living room, she sees Scooby. Oh. And this was this was like a year after he had passed. See, and he looked us. so perfect. He looked so healthy, and she saw him. And she was like, Scooby. And he was just sitting there wagging his tail. And she knew that if she turned the light on, he would be gone. He would be gone. And so she just sat there and stared at him for a while until she had to she had to turn the light on to make sure everything else was okay and he was gone. Aww. But like they had such a connection that he was he he's was like always a soul gonna be there. For her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. so sweet. She's got she's got amazing stories, but those are like those are some of my favorite stories she's ever told me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Sweet Scooby. Sweet Scooby. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yes, we did end on a good note. We did on a, on a good, good note because we can't end on a, on a very uncomfortable on a note. One. <laughs> <Might> be. <laughs> I mean, I'll have a I'll have a creepy one for next time, but we're gonna spread out the stories. Because oh, yeah, you and I have a lot have of stories. Plenty, yeah. yeah. We have plenty of stories. To but, tell. And also, like, you know, like we've said before, you know, obviously this one's a spooky one for Halloween, but also, like, we want to hear your meditation ones and your dreams and anything that's, like, been really cool and enlightening and mm-hmm. and also the spooky. We like the spooky. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but I really do love the uplifting ones. Oh, yes. And even if it's, like, it doesn't have to be long. It can be short. We just, we want to hear it all. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um... In order, in order, um, to give us your spooky stories, your validating stories, any experiences that you feel like sharing, um, our email is in the show notes. It's the Southern Witches Pod at gmail.com. Um, you can reach us on Instagram at the (laughs) Southern Witches Pod. Um, our personal ones are also in the show notes. You can follow us there. Um, and then again, our Facebook, Good Soup, Good Soup, Good Soup, the group, the coven is the Southern Witches Podcast Coven. It's a long one, but you'll find us. (laughs) (laughs) Join us. We'll have a good time. We'll share lots of stories and fun things and yeah, all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, subscribe, subscribe, rate, review. We are on Apple Spotify, Overcast, uh, whatever else. Anchor. Anchor. Um, Castbox. Castbox. Yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on almost all of them now. Yeah. So, yeah. If there's a like, if there's a place where you, well, I guess you're probably listening to us somewhere that you would normally listen to us if you're listening to us. I was gonna say if there's something somewhere else you want, <laughs> just let us know. We'll try to figure it out. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, we would love to hear from you if you have any um thing that you would like to talk uh, like us to talk about. If mm-hmm. there's anything you're interested in, I'm totally a Hermione and 
I like to do research on all the things if I don't know about it. So, <laughs> yeah. I like That's to awesome. expand my awareness and my we knowledge. We like to expand. We like to research. We like to he- hear your your experiences yes. and your yeah. knowledge. And We just want to connect with you guys. Mm-hmm. We want to create this coven for everyone to join. And hopefully you guys are feeling seen and heard and learning stuff and having yeah. a good time listening to us because we're Absolutely. having a good time doing it. This was fun. <clears throat> this is a fun episode. I feel like... Uh, listener stories are going to be my favorite time of the month. Yes. (laughs) The only time of the month that I like. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if you're listening to this, we also have a tarot soda right now. (gasps) Yes. I think we talked about it at the beginning of the episode, but Mm -hmm. go ahead and give that a listen to you. Listen to Kat's tarot soda. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. It means so much abundance of... Joyful, happy energy, and happy Samhain. Happy Hope you guys Samhain. enjoy your spooky season. Let's give thanks to your ancestors. This is the best time to do mm-hmm. it. Leave them offerings, food, light candles. Just tell them how much you love them and you thank, you thank them for your guidance. This yes. is the best time of the year to do that. So do it all the time anyway. But just love on those ancestors because you wouldn't be where you are now without them. This so. is true. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.